All right. Well, good evening, River Church. I am so excited to be with you guys uh, tonight. Uh, as you know, uh, it's been a crazy year, has it not? Um, and uh, we have some exciting news to share with you guys. You know, since we uh, launched the river, one of the things that we've dreamed for and hoped for has been that God would kind of provide for us our own home, our own space, and uh, definitely didn't expect anything like that to happen during a pandemic, but we were praying for it and hoping for it and asking you guys to help us raise money for it, which by the way, I'll mention we're only $2,000 away from that $20,000 match, so that's amazing. Y'all give it up for that. Yeah. So we got, we got a week left on that, and uh, God's been faithful there, so thank you guys for praying for that, being faithful to give uh, to that. And uh, God has taken us really from, uh, since we launched, from a movie theater, or really homes, or meeting in homes, to a movie theater, uh, to an elementary school, um, and God's been faithful. And so I am super excited tonight to announce that we are officially under contract on our own facility. Y'all give it up. Show us that. <laughs> Thank you, Joel. You said you were going to go across the whole front row. I feel like, I feel like these people got, I feel like they, they didn't get the full deal here. So if you could finish that out. So yeah, so this is it. This is uh, the River Church. It's located really kind of in the heart of Saginaw, uh, which is not very far from where we started out in Alliance. And uh, it's, it's two buildings. It's about 10,000 square feet, a little bit more than that, uh, three acres, and uh we're under contract, and I think, guys, it's going to make a really great home uh, for our church. And uh, yeah, you can, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so right now we're doing all the due diligence stuff. I was up there Friday all day doing, uh, or half the day, uh, doing inspections and things like that, and uh, looking at uh, what's going to, what will need to take place for us to get in there. Um, but but uh, God's good, and uh, He has provided for us in some pretty crazy ways, I would say. And so I'm thankful for that. And I really think the songs even that we were singing tonight were, were perfect for even this moment. So I'm, I'm, I'm just, I don't know, it's been a long journey, has it not? And um, I want to kind of, we're going to take a break from our Kingdom of Heaven series. We'll pick it up next week because this week was supposed to be uh, Love Your Enemies. And which is a tough one. And so I didn't want to bring it down after I, we celebrated, you know, like, like God's good. All right. Now you need to love your enemies, right? And you're like, oh, man. So anyway, I uh, wanted to kind of talk to you guys about uh, how we got here. And we were searching and looking for uh, some different buildings and spaces. And we kind of came to this one. And I met, I uh, got the chance to meet the pastor of the church. They kind of grew out of it and they're moving north a little bit. Um, and I got to talk to him and just hear his heart and their story and what it was like being in this place. And, uh, I started contemplating of like, this could be real. Like this, this actually could be like, after looking at different buildings and feeling like not, not hopeless, but just like, I don't know, man, it doesn't seem to be working out seeing this and looking at it going like this, this actually could happen. The problem with that is once you realize this can actually happen, you feel like now I have a decision to make. You ever been there? Right. And you're like, I have to. And for me, I don't know how good you guys are at handling stress. I know you look at me and you're like, Mike's probably fantastic at handling stress. I am. I am awful at handling stress. 
I start getting mean to my wife and kids. I start getting short. I don't sleep well. I get like, like it's, it's just, it's bad. And so I'm trying to make this decision. I'm talking to our pastors. I'm talking to our finance board. I'm talking to our uh, dream team leaders kind of individually trying to get their advice, having lunch with friends and saying, tell me what to do. I need some advice. Tell me, tell me if we should do this or not. And, I, and at one point we were sitting with Joel and he was like, he was like, I, you know, I don't know, man. I feel like, I feel like we could do this. I feel like we could do this. I'm like, you do? And he's like, yeah, but I could also see, you know, maybe if we don't do it. And I looked at him, I go, dude, <laughs> I go, you are worthless to me. Like you, what did you go play the drums? And he's like, fine. You know, he's like, I'll show you. And uh, so he threatened to quit. And then we, I apologized real fast and everything was okay. Um, but I, I'm not the best at handling stress when it comes to big decisions. And, um, I, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating at all. I wasn't sleeping. I was waking up at three o'clock in the morning, like just thinking about it, praying about it. And even though it's a good decision, I was just, I was not handling it the best. Um, and, uh, so what I was started doing is like, let's pray about this. I started, um, I have, I kind of made up my mind. I was like, all right, I want my wife to come see this. And so there's the day I was like, all right, Katie's going to come look at the church. Give me her opinion on it, which is a pretty big deal. Right. And so, um, that day I was like, all right, I'm going to make the decision today. I'm going to hear what my wife has to say. If she gives the blessing over it, we're going for this. So if it, it's all on her and uh, I can take the responsibility off myself and uh, just kidding. But I'm like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to pray for this. This is the day I'm going to make this decision. And, uh, and I, so I woke up that day and my, I do this thing. Uh, it's like a year long Bible reading plan that just takes you through the Bible. And I started it late this year. So I'm in Deuteronomy right now. And uh, I don't know if you've read Deuteronomy lately, but it's, it's, it can be a beating. Can we be honest? Like, it's, it's one of those where you read it and you're like, more rules and more laws and more rules and more laws. And because what's happening is the Israelite people are traveling through the wilderness and God is telling them, this is how I'm going to set up my kingdom. Like, when I take you guys to the promised land, this is how I expect you to live. This is what I want my people, my kingdom to look like in the promised land, which is not too unlike what we're walking through right now with the Sermon on the Mount and Jesus saying, this is how Christians should live, right? And so th this is what God's kind of taking them through as they're in the wilderness and they're doing all these crazy things and messing up and then repenting and coming back to God. And anyway, so it comes to the end of Deuteronomy and I turn on my Bible reading plan and uh, it actually, when I use it, reads it to you. So I listen to it and uh, I'm listening to it. And it's, again, it's at Deuteronomy. And if I'm just honest, I was like, tuning it out a little bit because my hair goes in and out again. And then it gets to this part at the end of Deuteronomy where they're about to enter into the promised land or about to begin to enter in the promised land. And Moses starts to give blessings over the tribes. Now, it's interesting is because Moses isn't going to get to go to the promised land. Uh, but as they're getting ready to head in, he's about to hand the mantle over to Joshua. And some of are like, is he about to quit and say he's handing the mantle over? No, I'm not. Um, but he begins to give blessings on different the different tribes. And as I was kind of listening to this, he mentions what is one of my favorite passages in Scripture. And I didn't even realize it was coming up. But he says over one of the tribes, he says, may the favor of the one in the burning bush be upon you as they're heading into this new land. 
And that is, if you recognize where that, where he's talking about the burning bush, that's where Moses meets God in the moment at the burning bush, uh, it meets the presence of the Lord, and God tells him, I'm going to be with you, I'm going to go with you. And Moses is like, I'm scared, I can't talk. And, and God's like, my favor is going to go with you, my blessing is going to go with you, I'm going to travel, I'm, I will go with you into Egypt. And then God was there with them in Egypt, and God was there with them in the, in the desert as they're struggling, God is there with them through the plagues, God is there with them as they're heading into uh, the promised land, and I, I just remembered that. And one reason why I love that verse so much is because I pray it over my kids almost every night that the favor of the one in the burning bush would be on their lives. And so when I heard that, I perked up. And I'm not, I'm not the dude that, like, if I'm honest with you guys, I don't read the Bible and always am like, that's about me, right? Like, when I read the story of David and Goliath, I don't go, I'm David and my, tr- my trials are Goliath. I don't do that. It's, I believe it's a story about David and Goliath that God wants to teach me through, but I don't just go, I'm David. But when I heard that verse that day, I was like, I kind of perked up and I was like, okay, what? That's, I love that verse and that makes perfect sense for what's happening right now. And then the last verse in the Bible reading plan for the day, the last one that it read to me uh, as I was listening and contemplating this and stressing over it and trying to make the right decision was this. And, and again, I'm afraid I'm, I'm worried because I do that to myself, you know, maybe like some of us do in here. And the final verse was Joshua 1.9, where, where God is talking to Joshua as he's about to take over the Israelite people and lead them into the promised land. And he's, I'm sure, afraid and worried and scared. And God says to him, haven't I commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And I'm telling you, I'm listening to this Scottish guy read this to me on the Bible reading app and I just started crying because I'm like that's that is what my soul needed to hear in that moment and so all I know is that as we head into this new adventure the promise of the Lord is that he is with us wherever we go and I don't know if that encourages your heart tonight but to me that day it was like a watershed moment of like I can breathe for the first time in a month because I feel like the Lord has spoken to me about something. And so my, it was like, it was like God was telling me, Mike, you're being afraid. You're being discouraged. And I haven't given you a fear of discouragement, right? I, I want you to have, I want you to, to, to be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. I'm with the river church and I'm with your family. And I think as we make this move, I think God's promise to us is that he is with us. And so my encouragement as we talk about this this new building and this new even location, really a new community that we're going to try to get plugged into, is that we would go into it boldly and bravely and courageously, and that we would look to really be a church in a place that is a light to the city. And I believe that there are families that will be now coming to our new church location that need Jesus and they need to know God and they need to find freedom and they need to discover purpose and they need to understand what it means to have a life that makes a difference. And so I am so excited because I believe that God is going to use the River Church in this new space. Amen. Yeah, you can clap for that. That's okay. Joel's doing laps, guys. We can clap. It's okay. A half a lap. He's doing a half a lap. Next time in the new building, it's going to be a full lap, right? First service in the new building, I want to promise Joel's doing a full lap. Amen? You got it? All right? 
So I'm excited, guys. I think there's lots of opportunities for ministry in this space. One thing that's really cool about it is that um, if I'm honest with you, in a lot of ways, it feels almost like a relaunch of the River Church because we've been through it with COVID. We're just now getting to meet back together. There's a lot of new things happening. And so it's almost like a relaunch in this community. But what's cool about where the church is located is that it's right next to an apartment complex. And so there's like some trees that separate it, but it's, there's an apartment complex on the other side that has some opportunities for ministry. It's actually behind City Hall and next to the library and the elementary school. And so what is one of the things that we've been so, it's been so important to our church, plugging into Whitley Road Elementary School, doing mentoring there, being a blessing to that school. And like what's, what's really cool is that actually uh, the, they told us, the pastor told us when I saw it for the first time is that the elementary school actually walks the elementary kids across our parking lot to the library every afternoon. And so it's like right there, like how, how cool is that? And so there's opportunity for ministry uh, there at the, uh, at the elementary school, there's there's lots of houses right around it. And uh, another cool thing the pastor told us is they did a lot of events there. And so like they had a fall festival where he said they'd have over a thousand people from the community just come out to this fall festival because there's a little bit of land uh, that comes with it as well. So I guess what I'm telling you guys is that I, I think there's a there's there's some cool things that can happen there for our church. I think there's a good opportunity for our church to grow and become really who God is calling us to be in this space and uh, and do some really, really amazing ministry. So Lots of opportunities for kingdom impact. And so uh, kind of what's next on the gauntlet is uh, we, we have to, we've gone through the inspection. There's some things on the inspection that we want, have to talk about with the previous church, see what we can get worked on, fixed, uh, done there. We have about 60 days to closing from Wednesday. And so that'd be like kind of the end of November. And then what will happen there as we're doing, as we're going through the, after we close, is one of our favorite things that I know you guys are all excited about, church work days, yeah. Get your paintbrush, get your power tools, and uh, we'll get in it. We'll do some church work days. Uh, we'll get in there and, and imagine our ministry space, what, what ministry in this building, uh, that's right. He can say amen. Say it, Danny. We hear you, buddy. Uh, can, can look like for our church. They have really great kids' spaces. Uh, they have, the sanctuary is really great. They actually have a fellowship hall. Don't you guys want a fellowship hall where we can eat and fellowship? And in the fellowship hall is, is they have a little stage for, uh, for their youth group. And so we have an opportunity to set up a space for teenagers and youth. And, uh, so again, lots of, lots of opportunities. So we'll set up some work weeks. And my goal for our church is that we'll still meet here over the next couple months. But that by our our five year anniversary, we're celebrating in January our five year anniversary in our new building. Can y'all give it up? That would be amazing, right? That'd be awesome. So, um, so that's it. That is the uh, that's the announcement. I just the worst kept secret. Every all y'all kept walking up being like, I know what this is about. So, um, but this is this is where we're headed, guys. I'm I'm very excited about it. I'm still stressed about it because it's a lot of big stuff, but. That's more uh, more excited. Um, so uh, what we're going to do today is I'm actually not going to preach anymore. I'm not going to talk too much longer. I'm just going to say I'm celebrated and thankful 
that we have a God who provides for our church and says, I'll be with you no matter where you go, even in a pandemic, even in the middle of all the craziness of our world. I'm excited about what the future holds for our church. And so I'm going to pray. I'm going to ask our band to come up and sing one song, one more song where we can, you guys can go ahead and come up, where we're just going to just worship God in this song together. And then our welcome and hospitality team actually has some a celebration set up for us outside. So we're going to celebrate together and just hang out, talk. I'll be hanging out out there. If you have any questions, I know there's probably a lot of questions. You're like, what about this? What about that? Please talk to me because what I want to say is I care about you guys. I want to know your questions. I want to know what your, your thoughts. Um, and so please feel free to ask me anything. Ask me, ask me whatever you, you're curious about, and I'll do my best to answer um, so I'm going to pray and uh, let's worship God because he provides an, an absolute craziness. All right. God, I love you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you that um, you are the God who goes with us in the wilderness. You're the God who performs the miracles in Egypt and sets the captives free. And thank you that you're the God who promises to go with us in new places. You're the God who promises to go with us even into the unknown. And so... God, that means we can walk bravely into the new spaces and we can walk bravely into what we don't know because we know that you're with us. And so, God, we worship you for how you provided for our church tonight. And we're just going to celebrate who you are and what you've done. In Christ's name, amen. You guys can stand up with us. Let's, let's praise Jesus.